Last one. 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 Whoa. Sarah. Hey, listeners. I say, hey. 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 Hey, listeners. Hey. This is the last one. The last one, baby. Should I, like, officially start it? Let's officially start it to break the curse. I'm... Now and forever, until I, you know, am not, I'm Courtney. I'm Allison, but henceforth from this point of recording, you can call me Al. And this is the last one. It's the last one, baby. Our our spirits, which have been tied to my marital bed for five years... Are now free. We're floating up into that great big oh, blue. Oh, there we go. Bye. Oh, no. Uh, bye. Oh, take me with you. No. Bye. You have to finish the episode without me. No. Bye. Oh, no. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> I have to finish it. That's part of the curse. That's part know? of the curse. I, I was, I was, I'm literally tied to this bed. Yeah. I have to finish it. This is the last episode mm-hmm. of this podcast. This podcast that you know and love, The Double X Files. And this is the last uh, movie mm-hmm. that will ever be made. Maybe? Well, we can only hope, but I gotta tell you, if they make more X Files, it's, I'm not watching it. Well, <laughs> I feel like you would have to. What kind of enduring curse is this? <laughs> I feel like, let me, let me, hold on. I got the, the Witch's Curse book. Okay. That we found that we were cursed behind an Arby's. And um, let me look. Um, it says we have to watch everything that is named that is part of the X-Files franchise. I need someone to, uh, can I, uh, <laughs> can I contract someone to uh, do a hit? <laughs> I don't think we could say that. A hit of Coke? Oh, excellent. And write a, a new X-Files movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Do you think, do you think... They're going to reboot the X-Files. Oh, I pray to God they don't. Because if- I'm so, especially with this, this final piece de resistance. Uh, I am so over this fucking show. And my question is, if it's a reboot of the X-Files, but it's not called the X-Files, are we tied no. emotionally and physically to it? No. no. If it's the Y-Files, no. Not interested. No. It's gotta have an X, it's gotta have a Files. Yeah. It's gotta have Skinner. It's gotta at least at least at least. If Mitch isn't involved, we ain't involved either. (laughs) That's on our rider. (laughs) We want only the blue M and M's, and we want Mitch. We want that big nom energy. (laughs) Now I do have to paint a picture. It is a hot summer's day. So hot. July eighteenth, two thousand twenty. Um. It is hot in in my marital bed. You you put on your little little cute boy shorts. I got my little summer shorts on. I am excited for those those fashion the fashion <laughs> uh, that. Um, but uh, it's hot and it's only going to get hotter. I know because we got a whole episode filled with interviews. Yeah, two of them. Two in, two whole ass interviews. <laughs> uh, we got filled with our jokes, our j- 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 jokes uh, filled with 
I mean, that's it. That's kind of Our it. anger. Our anger, because we will talk about the movie, the 2008 uh, Masterpiece feature film, I Want to Believe. A movie that um, uh, Roger Ebert gave four and a half stars to. And I cannot believe That can't be right. <laughs> that is why I look up my favorite review site and yours, um, Common Sense Media. <laughs> Can I read you a couple reviews? I would love for you to read now, me. Now, these are from, you know, teens. <laughs> teens react to the X-Files movie. Um, so, when I want to know what's going on with, you know, movies, <laughs> I ask the teens because they know. Yeah. This is uh, from um, a teen who is 14 years old. This review was written December 25th. 2009, which means they watched this movie at Christmas. Yes. With their parents. Most likely. Maybe their grandparents. They just all sat around <laughs> watching this movie. Uh, they gave it two out of five stars. I mean. Fair. Fair. I want to believe that this was a good movie is the title. Oh, snap. <laughs> Now we don't have to make the joke. They didn't. We it for don't us. have to make it a joke. My dad and I are into the X Files. I'm not as big a fan as he is, but I still think it's cool. But this, dot dot dot, this is an insult to the series. <laughs> it was just awful. You know, I expected an X Files movie to be about you know aliens or monsters or something, but instead we get oh, it will take too long to explain. <laughs> I was seriously contemplating just getting up and leaving the theater. So they saw this in, in theaters, theater yeah, on Christmas. Oh my god! Mm. Ho ho ho! <laughs> uh, what I would like to uh, argue with this fourteen-year-old about, yeah, is that I do not think this movie was an insult to the series. I think it was a natural <laughs> progression of the series, which, if you recall, is also bad. It was very bad and actually gave us a hit into season 10 and 11. Yeah. Um, <laughs> written by a 16-year-old. I'm sorry. Uh, age 10 plus. They say, this movie is good for 10 plus. Uh, they said, I don't know how to explain it. I should say The X-Files is iffy for 10 plus. <laughs> I would agree with that. Oh, and I yet, would. this is how this whole podcast started. From us as kids watching wow. it around the side of the couch. Wow. How far we've come. So far. So much hate in our hearts now. So much hate. Yeah, you made us, we, we watched, um, the original, like, pitch video. Yeah. And that, I was that like, we made. That we made, and we're like, I like, I don't, I can't stand. <laughs> I can't be looking at me. I can't be looking at me five years ago. Oh boy. Oh man. It was not good. Man, I miss that hat I was wearing. Yeah, what happened to that hat? It just got old. It just wore out in some places. Did you throw away a hat? I didn't throw it away. I still oh, have it. you still have it. Oh, no, wait. I know what happened to what? it. I had it in my bag that I spilled Pischetti sauce in. <laughs> so now it's just full of spaghetti. And I didn't think it would survive a wash because the foam was coming out of the... So you just threw it away or is it just... No, I still have it. It's just Pischetti. I'm just sad about it. <laughs> It's got a big meatball in there. <laughs> Just one big meatball rolling around in a trucker hat. Oh, that's gay culture. That's one big meatball that you keep inside, tucked inside your trucker hat. Do we want to... I guess we gotta do it by the book. Yeah. I think you have to read a description. Yeah. Do you want to find one? I will. And I will also say... Um, 
the content, there is a content warning for discussion of... We probably put one up front, but we will do it again now. Yeah, for discussion throughout this movie of uh, sexual abuse and pedophilia. Um, And uh, you can, if you don't want to hear that part, you just want to hear us interview our friends and do goofs, you can skip to... 54 minutes in. And you should be fine. Yeah, uh, also definitely transphobia, definitely homophobia. This movie's got- Oh, yeah, yeah. This movie's got it all. It's your garden variety X-File. Yeah, so yeah, if you just want to hear us be cool with our friends, just go to that one point that was said back there. That I said in time correctly. (laughs) Um, Okay, here's the description for 2008's The X-Files colon, I want to believe- Though FBI Special Agent Fox Mulder and his partner Dr. Dana Scully once chased things that go bump in the night, his tireless search for the truth out there has led to his professional exile. However, a missing persons case leads to the agent's reunion along with an encounter with a priest who may or may not be experiencing psychic visions. And who's also a pedophile. Box office, 68.4 million USD. Budget? 30 million USD. They made money on this bitch. Oh, no. <laughs> well, there wasn't a lot, you know, there wasn't a lot. There wasn't a lot going on. No budget, let me tell you. In 2008, there wasn't a lot going on. <laughs> People were upset about their houses, I guess. <laughs> okay. How do, you, how do you manage to make money on this movie in a recession? <laughs> People are horned. People go on Christmas Day with their families <laughs> to see this. Now, um, do you have, you said you had a, did you have a quote? I about, do have a quote from yeah, a review. I need, I need it. Before we start talking about this, I need some, like, just some good, some good stuff injected straight into my veins before we, um, before we kick off talking about what the fuck is happening. Before we kick right off. <laughs> now, you took notes for this and I did. I sure did. So that's just kind of fun. I did stop when the homophobia started. Yeah. Okay, so this article is from IndieWire. The title, X-Files fans, let's revisit just how bad I want to believe was. (laughs) And so this is a quote that starts with a a piece of classic Chris Carter dialogue, um, which they said, left us feeling muddled. Scully says, as far away from the darkness as we can get, And Mulder says, I'm not sure it works that way. I think maybe the darkness finds you in me. And Scully says, I know it does. And then Mulder replies, let it try. And uh, Was that at the end of the... No, that was in the middle. Oh, Lord. The article goes on to say, that's from... Oh, no, it was at the end. That's from the second to last scene of the movie, which basically ends with Mulder offering to take her on a vacation. They then kiss for the second time in this film about two heterosexual adults who have been in something like a committed relationship for about eight or nine years at least. (laughs) And then Skelly goes to perform the operation that in theory will save her her patient Christian patient named Christian. (laughs) Her Christian patient Christian. Uh, at a Catholic hospital. Yeah. With a, so, with three nuns just looming. Just looking. So yeah, it's some classic Carter shiz. Now, I want to predicate this by, I have a mission. Yeah. I've seen, um, some people starting to watch The X-Files. I have too, and it burns my soul. Because they're like, oh, season one, it's so good. And I'm like, can it wasn't. someone? It wasn't. Can, I mean, it was fine. Um, can someone just like slip them 
slip them a little, Just little this. Drop our mixtape in their hey, inbox. Does anyone know Ashley O? <laughs> Is she okay? I don't mean to like subtweet her. <laughs> But in a podcast. In a podcast. <laughs> Is that how it works? But if you, hey, I think the legacy of the Deluxe Swallows can be like saving your friend who's like, I think I'm going to watch the X Files. Yeah. And just like pick an episode. <laughs> pick an episode. I had a friend who's like, oh yeah, I like this. I, I like uh, this episode is my favorite. And then they listen to our our, ep- our episode and they're like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, right. It was bad, though. It was very bad, though. It was bad. Our episode was bad as well. But, oh, yeah. But... All our episodes are bad. We're not... We, we weren't given a rose set of glasses. No. I mean, and I think, like, also, we have... Now that we've watched the whole series, it is very clear-cut the theme of the show. Um, which is... Which is, what if colonialism happened to us? White men. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the aliens and stuff. What was your theme? Uh, I don't know. It was bad. (laughs) And uh, I think people, you know, that people don't remember that about the X-Files. They remember spooky times and fluke men. That's why we started this fucking podcast. Flashlights making the X. Oh. And, you know, but in amongst the boy fights and the quips and the Walter Skinner porn. And the broken doors. (laughs) And the submarines and the ghost ships. And the, excuse me? (laughs) There's... Oh, and the Nazis. Yeah, and the actual Nazis. Um, um, there's a, a truly unpleasant underbelly of, you know... Television, which was, pre- you know, written and created by white cis men. Yes. Uh, and that it wasn't unique, and it probably was throughout a through line and on all media, um, you know, punching down on the little guy. And exploiting... Cultures that they're not a party to. Yep. And because, you know, it's a little spooky. It's a little spooky. <sighs> what if people different from us were spooky? What if we were being colonized? <laughs> That's scary. I'll never forget the the episode where literally, like, I don't remember if it was Shaban or which writer it was, but literally their seed for the episode was... What if a homeless man was bad, actually? <laughs> and it's like, no, please, no, you I'm, can't. I'm begging of you. You really can't. Okay. Just, Let's, uh, I just, but I wanna, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Why was this movie made? Um, my, they wanted money. I know. And Chris Carter was like, I'm not, uh, I'm not done yet. <laughs> Squeeze my balls tighter, David. <laughs> oh, I see it. Mm-hmm. I see it. I just... It didn't have anything to do with the mythos. No, it was fully standalone, and they said that if they made more movies, they would also be standalones. Stand-alone. It was supposed to be, like, sort of a horror thriller. Why did it need to be an X-Files movie? It Th- didn't. For absolutely no reason. You think that because they just wanted to tag an X-Files name on it to make a little bit more money? No, I think they genuinely wanted to make an X-Files movie. It wasn't an X-Files movie. No, it absolutely wasn't an X-Files movie. But it was in that it Because Mulder and Scully are in in it. it. But also they punched down and also they made the pedophile a hero. And, um, you know, everyone who was othered was the the antagonist and bad guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you couldn't even give us exhibit and let us enjoy him. You couldn't... You couldn't even do that. Even let us enjoy... Mr. Exhibit with his 
very good suit. Yeah. And his very good eyebrow looks. He, oh. Oh, I was looking up uh, Exhibit's filmography. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was in another movie mm. um, that came out in a similar time frame that you watched this year and had a lot to say about. I did? Yes. Was it The Fast and Furious? No. I don't remember movies. It was a little movie called A Country Bears. Oh, yeah. Exhibit was in the <laughs> And I think, like, Jean Wyclef was in The Country Bears. Damn. And, like, Elton John was in The Country Bears. Yeah, I would say that Exhibit's filmography in 2008, vis-a-vis Country Bears. <laughs> country Bears had a stacked cast. I, this is now a Country Bears conspiracy theory podcast. The first episode. Because <laughs> Elton John wrote original music for this movie, and Disney purposely flushed it down the toilet. Why? Home closer, country bears. <laughs> I forgot Exhibit was in that. He, Exhibit <laughs> was a talking head. He was as Exhibit. He was a talking head talking about how country bears inspired him to make music. That's, oh, they had like a little like yeah. uh, behind the music yeah, kind of yeah, style. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. I love Exhibit. Queen Latifah was a bar owner who also hired Brian Setzer to be the house band. What? But then also was a talking head as Queen Latifah. That's good. To talk about how the Country Bears inspired her. That's good shit. <laughs> That's good shit. Hey, you want to watch the Country Bears? I do! <laughs> okay, uh, our next podcast is going to be One Minute of the Country Bears. Every week. Every week. What are we going to call it? The Country Burrs. <laughs> B-U-R-R. <laughs> uh, every minute I'm not talking about the X-Files means that we're a minute not closer to ending this. I minute. know. Okay, so Let's we're going to get out of the bird's eye view. We're okay. going to come back down to Earth. Here I go. Let's talk about this film. <laughs> I took some notes. Yeah. Number one, the two things I liked about this movie. Oh, are you going to... Co- you can't look at my notes. No, I don't want you to block the oh, mic. Oh, I see, I see. Oh, it's a sound issue. Yeah. I want our final episode to sound crisp and clean. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Um, number one, FBI stick boys. FBI stick boys. So this is a, a field of snow. And a field of boys. And a field, a line of boys. They got sticks. They're poking the sticks in the snow. Where they are finding a buddy. An arm. An arm. Just an arm. Uh, exhibits there. He has stick management. And I appreciate that. Yeah. He is telling the sticks. He's saying, stick those sticks. Stick those sticks. Stick them. Straight line. Do Don't it. Don't wave it. Do it. Um, and then also, uh, Amanda Pete is there yeah. as Agent Love Dakota her. Whitney. I just realized she died in this movie. She sure did. And there was no... No one really gave two shits about it, huh? No mourning. I mean, I think Scully squeezed Mulder's hand a little bit. Seemed like no one really gave a shit that a, a, an agent of the FBI passed away. A, f- a, a woman. A, a female. A woman. A female. A female agent. Did anyone check on Exhibit? Because I assume they had, like, they were partners. Oh, yeah, and he was probably going through a severe mourning process. I don't think after she died we saw Exhibit. I th- Afterwards. No, we, I think we did. Did we? I'm not sure. Anyone, is Exhibit okay, guys? I want to just be clear that I- Exhibit's role in this movie was <sighs> extremely... <sighs> he was... Okay, 
let's let's let's, let's break it down. Let's put the tiger on the table and Number yell one, at it. Only black person in this movie. Yeah. Number two, the a antagonist. In yeah, because basically, as you're familiar with the format of the X Files, I assume, listeners, <laughs> no, this of is this podcast, um, there always has to be someone that's like Mulder's crazy, and this isn't. There's no such thing as psychics, and so Exhibit is filling that role of yeah. the like this guy's out of his mind. Usually, it is an old white sheriff. Man. Yeah, but this time it's Exhibit, who is an FBI agent. Yeah, um, and so he has to be the and. Like internal antagonist to Mulder, but then they categorized him. They put him in this is of this like angry black character because all of his lines are just like scoffing at things that Mulder's saying, and it's yeah. just like, come it's on, cool. you got to do do exhibit better than that. Yeah, you got exhibit was a gift to us, and in this movie, and in the Country Bears, and frankly, I loved him in the Country Bears. It was hard perfect. to enjoy him in this. It was hard to enjoy him because he was like he was written into a bad character. Yeah. <sighs> Also, we got to talk about the worst character, the hero of the story. The hero of this film was, was one Mr. Is it Sir Billy Connolly? Sir Billy, Sir Billy Connolly. Um, he, um, was. Now this was two. Now I gotta say, two thousand, two thousand eight. Right? 2008. 2005 is when the Boston Globe broke the um, Catholic diocese covering up uh, all the priests molesting and raping uh, boys. So three years prior. So just, just, just three years prior. So Chris Carter decides, you know who I need to make? The protagonist of the story, the hero of the story, is uh, a priest who raped um, 37. 37 altar boys. Altar boys. It is very clearly stated by Scully to Billy Connolly's face. And this, he is given not only a spotlight, he is given a redemption arc. He is given a redemption arc. And it's like, can we not? Can we not? Can we just not? Hey, you don't. Three. Like, okay. At any point, like, giving a pedophile a redemption arc. <sighs> Always bad. Always bad. You don't want to do it. Giving a priest pedophile a redemption arc three years after the Boston Globe broke this story. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not, maybe it's not, maybe it's not good. Maybe don't do it. Maybe don't. Maybe don't do it. Maybe you don't need to tell that story. Maybe it's not good. Maybe it's not good. <laughs> maybe Chris Carter, that's not good. Yeah. It's not good. So, uh, also he's spooky. Li- along with the stick boys, we're seeing this, um, female FBI agent. Who dies later. Um, yeah, who does die later. Uh, she drives home. She's like, oh, this, uh, is feeling sketchy. There's shadows yeah. and my dog's barking. And yeah. so she gets a weird claw rakey thing off her tool wall. And, um, it- oh yeah, this is the like, yeah. Okay. She yeah, attacks yeah. a man hiding in the shadows. She scrapes him over the face and hand. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there's another man, and they they capture her. They capture her. Uh, and in the meantime, the stick boys in the field. This is all intercut. This is intercut. I do like the Shaw, the stick boys. I think they are very good. But then it's like, oh, great. Just off the bat, just a woman being fucking violated. And kidnapped, yeah. Kidnapped. The off. Great. Um, so anyways, Billy Connolly's out ahead of the stick boys. He's doing like a weird run. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> he did run kind of weird. <laughs> They follow it's, it. Oh, it's the Patton and Chris Carter spooky run. Yeah. Like, this, this <laughs> it man. was a waif-like run. <laughs> he did a spooky waif run. <laughs> uh, uh, um, 
so he leads them to a point in the snow where there's a garbage bag with the uh, arm in it, and the arm has a hand that's been clawed, so we know it's the guy that just got attacked. Yeah, and so they found a clue. A clue. And so they decide that since this is a spooky happening, because the, the fucking pedophile is also spooky, just happens to be spooky, um, they need to call the spooky the They spooky need people. Mr. Mulder. Now... <sighs> Did the X-Files, Doggett and Monica. Yeah. Are they, like, not on the X-Files anymore? No idea. I guess not, because you'd call them, right? Yeah. I don't think there is an X-Files anymore. I don't think there, you know what, after this, there ain't. (laughs) There certainly shouldn't be. There ain't, there ain't. (laughs) Uh, So they go to Scully. Let's talk. About this fucking allegory. Scully is at the Our Lady of Sorrows Hospital, where yeah. it's just where also she works in the seasons 9 and 10. 10 and 11. 10 and 11. Yeah. I know numbers. <laughs> and um, they, she is uh, dealing with a young child. Named Christian. At a Catholic hospital. Interesting. Um, who has uh, some sort of rare brain tumor. He's got a bad brain. He's got a bad brain. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, is this an analogy for, I don't know, her faith? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's trying to save him. The boy. The boy. Christian. Her faith. <laughs> <laughs> it should have just been a little girl named Faith. Oh, that would have been much, much cleaner better. line. Much nice. Much nicer. <laughs> You know, sometimes because Carter's just a little too ham, a little convoluted, Chris. Just like I can't, I gotta part through the jungle here. Like, Uh, what's going on? So they come to Scully and they say, "Hey, we need Mulder," and she's like, "Do you? Great, (laughs) great, thanks. Frankly, great." I also have to talk about the number of board meetings in this fucking hospital about this kid. Yeah, it's too many. It's like this kid is this kid the only sick person in this hospital? And you have twenty doctors and a couple of priests. Like I don't know. We gotta. We gotta book we gotta this kid off to somewhere else. He's gonna, uh, uh, yeah. So Scully's trying to save this kid, and the hospital anyway. main priest guy wants to get rid of him. Yeah, that's a under, and and that's an allegory for her faith. Uh huh. And um, which she shaves right at the end. <laughs> she shaves her faith. She shaves her faith. <laughs> That's my new voice. I like it. Um, so Scully goes. <laughs> we got to re-record everything. I got to. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, that is really respect. Fun. <laughs> that is fun. It's to do. fun to do. It's really fun. I like it a lot. <sighs> okay, so she's got to go back to her hetero life mate Mulder. Yeah. Who is, they're living together. They're living together. He's got a big old beard. This is what I call Mickey Min, Mickey Minnie syndrome, mm-hmm. where the creator just won't let them get married. Yeah. Mickey Minnie, Ken and Barbie, Archie, and his two ladies, and also Jughead. They're a polycule. Did your Ken and Barbie, did you have Ken, did you have? I had, I had lots of Ken and Barbies. Did your Kens and your Barbies, um, did they fuck each other? Or did it was a polycule situation? Okay, yeah, yeah. It was just like a lot. I mean, it's just a lot of hard plastic hitting hard plastic. (laughs) At the end of the day, there was a lot of sixty nining when I was a kid. Oh, for sure. Except their legs are like so long that they stick out. 
And a scissoring, too. Yeah, you gotta. <laughs> you gotta. No matter the, no matter whose hard plastic it is, you gotta lock those bad boys. You gotta. Then they're stuck like that. Boy. I mean, it tells you a lot about our educational system where we learned our best and biggest sex move from what we did with Barbies. <laughs> Right? You gotta hit that 69. I just, I, when we say you wanna smash, I mean it. I mean, I, mean, I want smashing. your hard plastic on my hard plastic. <laughs> That's the safe sex way, Frank. Your flat, featureless plastic. <laughs> I actually, as a kid growing up, I thought Ken's body was like the perfect body. Oh, yeah. No genitals. None. And, like, you got a little bit of peck there, but it's got some definition. It's, I would agree that it's the ideal body type. I, I love it. And even Barbie's, like, boobs were just, like, two mounds. I'm like, I could fuck with that. Yeah. Like, I love it. No genitals? That's they great. They don't have a lot of jiggle. They no don't have jiggle. a lot of movement. They're not sexual. They're, They're just, just like, like, mounds. Yeah. <sighs> God, they really were the ideal bodies. They were the ideal bodies. <laughs> Especially because you could change heads on them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just pop that. those suckers right off. I love a Barbie head on a Ken body. <laughs> God, with a with a really good haircut oh. done by a six year old. Mwah. Oh, that didn't fuck me up. At Ideal. All. <laughs> Ideal. Ideal. Gender euphoria, right there. <laughs> oh boy. Um, Just pe- oh, my book's here. I gotta see what other cool notes I wrote about. Yeah, Mulder, Mulder and Scully. Scully's like, hey, oh. you want to help with this thing? Yeah, and they tease the shot of Mulder. For so long. They tease it out. Like, because he's got a beard. He's got a beard, you guys. Oh! Passage of time equals the growth of hair. Um, The one thing I want to discuss is the Mulder, of course, takes the case and he goes back to the FBI. Mm-hmm. And there's... Oh, wacky shot of both <laughs> of both of them looking uh, at former president George W. Bush with his good but smile. current president at that point. At that time, 2008. Yeah. Well, that would have been right when Obama was elected. Yeah. Yeah. But they the, probably made it before the election. They happened. probably made it before the election, but it probably came out near Christmas. So that would have been Obama time, right? Oh, that would have been that like period between the election. Betwixt. And, yeah. 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 Cause it, it get, you, 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 there's a special name for that period. I don't remember what it is. The refractory period. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> um, anyway, so there's a portrait of George Bush on the wall. And the theme yes. goes do 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 do, and then it pan- it widens out, and we see on the other side of the door, there's a portrait of J Edgar Hoover. Yeah. So what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? I I assumed that it was like when before it panned out, I assumed that it was like oh George Bush is such a clown, which he is. Yeah. Um. But why? But when boy, mm, I miss a clown. I miss a clown. I miss a clown. <laughs> I mean, he, he did was war very crimes. Bad. He did war crimes, y'all. But I miss but a clown. But so did Obama. <laughs> hey, all of them. All 47 of them. Very bad men. Here, here's what I'll say for George Bush. Yeah. Didn't seem to have a secret police. <laughs> that we know of. That we know Maybe of. Maybe in Iraq. <laughs> Everything's bad. Everything's very, very bad. And I want to know what exactly they wanted to say. I just don't understand when they, with Jagger Hoover, what was the message there? He went all Michael Moore on his ass. They're like, oh, he's a, uh, he's a clown. Yeah, what was the connection? Jagger Hoover ever president? No. Okay. <laughs> he built a big dam. 
That's I'm the it. Hoover Dam. Yeah, yeah, buddy. <laughs> I drove over that once. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, he built he built it with his own ding dong hand. When I was like 14, we drove over it on the way from um, Anaheim to <gasps> Las Vegas. Was this ooh? Was this a Disney trip? It was a Disney trip. Dang, and a Vegas trip. And then we went to the Vegas. Love it. What hotel did you stay in? I don't think we stayed. I think we stayed in like a Motel Six or something. Oh, that fucking sucks. <laughs> you stayed in Vegas and you didn't even do a strip. Oh, I was. Uh, I didn't plan Again, it. Circus Circus rooms are thirty eight dollars a night. My it dude. was my friend's parents. They uh. had four or five kids with them. That sucks. First of all, that sucks. Oh, man. I remember um, the first time we stayed in Vegas, I was little, not little, probably like 14 to 16, and we stayed in the Tropicana, which is themed basically to Ricky uh, Ricardo's, like, like fucking... Oh, my God. It is so 1950s, like, ooh, tropical. And I walked out, and on one side was a fucking castle... On the other side was New York City. <laughs> and on the third side was fucking the MGN Grand, which oh was themed to be like Wizard of Oz back then yeah. before the fire. Mm. For the massive, massive fire. Uh, and they had live, just, they have live fucking lions in their fucking hotel. Well, you shouldn't. Like, right, hey, like a cage of plexiglass right in the middle of the casino. I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I don't think you should. <laughs> Right in there. I don't know if they're still in there. They can't be. No. They cannot be. Who? Oh. Well, now I'm sad. Let's talk about the X-Files. Oh, yeah. Okay. Make you even sadder. So, George Bush. Yeah. Okay. So, they go with Exhibit <sighs> and... They meet Father Joe. They meet Father Joe at his pedophile home. As, as, and it's, it was this really weird thing of, like... They all live together and police each other. Yeah, it's like a dorm. They, ostensibly, they all these pedophiles live in this dormitory together, and they mm-hmm. police each other, and they why all not, hate hey, themselves. Why not burn it down, though? Hey, uh, why not burn it down? Good question. Why not burn it down? Why not? Why, why not just burn it down? Why not? Maybe no. Maybe not have that. Uh, they did film the 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 this the. Setting for this was an apartment building, apartment complex in Vancouver that was already set to be demolished. Oh, good. Like all of them. <laughs> like, like the entire city yeah. of low income housing. Uh, so, Father Joe lives here Billy with Connelly. his equally creepy roommate. Yeah. And they you don't want to know that guy's story. No. Let me tell you. They talk to him, and then Skelly gets heated. Yeah, because she's like, how can you believe in God? You rape young children, and God doesn't listen to you. And he's like, doesn't he? He's sending me messages. Yeah. And it's all about, like, how, you know, God didn't... He, She says, well, God didn't make you rape those boys. And he's like, well, I didn't make me do it. And it's like, yeah, you did. You 100% did. Yeah. Free will, baby. Uh, so, this is also when we see a very bad cuddle. Oh, the worst cuddle. I would say maybe this cuddle was created by the camera angle and shot that was needed. Yeah. But I would say there was like a Picasso-like 
situation where Scully is stiff as a board looking up at the sky and Mulder's half of Mulder's face is covering her face and he's looking straight he at the looks camera. Psychopathic. Like it's yeah. so It is and his his large beard is just gracing her face. <laughs> uh, serial killer energy. I just ooh and there's a weird kiss. Yeah, and she's just like talking about how sad she is about this Christian kid Christian and and Christianity. And Christianity and her faith. Yeah. Um, and he's like, but maybe the pedophile is onto something. But maybe we should believe in the pedophile. She asked him if he believes, and he says, I want to believe. We the, get it. Comma, the pedophile. We get it. We fucking get it. Hey, yeah. We get it. We get it. And then, um, they were talking so low that I didn't know what they were saying. No, A lot the of the times were really, really, the really bad. so bad. Um, this gets so bad that, Mulder is, like, getting very um, caught up uh, into the pedophile being the good guy and being able to solve all these crimes. Yeah. And, and Scully actually tells him at one point, stop. And he says, you're going to give up on me like everyone else. They have a fight, and he says some real abuser shit. Yeah, real shitty, shitty stuff. <laughs> And not only is it abusive then, but it's also abusive when it's like, at the very end, don't worry, baby, I'm going to take you on vacation. I'll take you away from all this. Don't worry, I'll never change, but you'll feel better for like a week. Yeah. And then things will go back to the same. I'm still going to cut out newspaper and put them on my wall. Scully like very reasonably says like, I'm dealing with some shit at the hospital and I can't handle this additional darkness of like you trying to like rejuvenate this pedophile priest. Yeah. While I'm also trying to save a kid's life when nobody actually seems to want me to. Yeah. And he's like, oh, fuck you then. <laughs> he's like, well, you giving up on me too? And then she's like, I'm leaving you. Like, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm not coming She says, I'm not home. coming home tonight. Now, it's weird because at the beginning of the new, ep- the new season, season 10, they're not together. They're not together. They're like kind of estranged. Because it's a shitty relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it has been. It's been, re- like, a real bad one. Uh-huh. I don't know. Like, there's just so many people are like... It's so romantic. <sighs> I think it's the... You know what I think it is? I think it's the it's the Twilight phenomenon. Yeah. Where it's like, you, as a kid, you don't know what a relationship is supposed to be or look like. That's why yeah. your earlier relationships, are a lot of them are very, very shitty. Because you're both probably very shitty people. Um... And then they see this, like, especially, oh, they were, they were, they worked together, and then they were friends, and then they were in love, and then they fell in love. Like, that's a very romantic, like, thing that's put into our brains. Yeah, we're told that that's a love story. Yeah, especially if you grow up as, like, a cis female, that's, that's it. Like, you're friends first, and then you fall in love, and then there's this, it's perfect. It's like the boy meets world situation, right? Yeah, there's very, like, it's implied by much media that falling in love with your co-worker is fun and sexy. Yeah, it's gross. It's bad, actually. It's It's bad, and even these two adults just could not make it work, and they should not make it work. It's just not good. Yeah. What's wild is that their their story is one that is romantic in the eyes of a teen who hasn't experienced, like, the work of an actual relationship, and yet it was written by a man who is married. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Oopsie doodle. Mrs. Carter, if you... Are nasty. If you need anything... Um, let's talk about fecal therapy. Please, because... Now, <laughs> oh, boy! Now, I'm glad we caught this one. Because this is a real oopsies on our part. So, Scully, uh, 
There's a yet another. There's yet another board meeting. Board meeting about a, a single child. All twenty five doctors and or priests and and there's just a couple of nuns are just talking about this one kid that's at the hospital. And they said there's nothing we can do. We got to ship them off to a different place because it's not. We're not making money. That's what hospitals do. They don't. If you don't, if they can't make money with you. They don't want you. Yeah. Um. And so Scully's like, don't worry. I can. I can. I'm looking into fecal stem. Th- Stem therapy? Yeah, like fecal stem cell replacement. Stem cell replacement. Or something like that. We thought she said fecal. She didn't. She said fetal. But for about the next 15 minutes... We were talking about poop just to ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) So we were really distracted, I would say, for three quarters of this movie. Uh, Just talking about how that would even work. (laughs) Did the babies poop? And then... I thought, yeah, no, I thought it was they take the stem cells from the baby and they put them up your ass. (laughs) Nice. Like a sort of like a fecal replacement therapy. That's what you need. Well, <laughs> you need a new baby butt. What I- if we just chop off that motherfucker and you just get a I want a puppy butt. You just get a smaller butt. <laughs> I want a puppy butt. You want a puppy butt? Yeah. But not a pepper jack butt. No. Pepper jack has no tail. Uh, so you just see his asshole at all times. Oh, yeah. Is, is Pepper Jack here? I don't... Is he with us? No. I don't know where my dog is. <laughs> <laughs> Great podcast. Simply the best. He's I took off his, I took off his jingle jangle because I didn't want to ruin the po- this very good podcast. No, I don't know where he is. He ran right off. He it's did fine. Run right off. One time, um, when Pepper Jack was feeling sick, he went outside and he hid under our our tree in a fucking flower box. And my husband, our metal husband, could not find him. And instead of calling for him, he ran up where I was still sleeping at seven o'clock in the morning. He's like, "The dog's gone." Why would you do that? <laughs> So I'm putting on pants, putting on a shirt. I think my dog, someone has stolen my dog. And he- oh, he's, he's, he's under the tree. <laughs> my goodness. So I like to keep track of my dog. My goodness. Okay. So it's, it's not fecal. It's no, it's fetal. Fe- fetal. I do want to talk about this for a while. Yeah. Scully just Googles it. She kind of just Googles it. And then prints off, like, the first four, like, results. She just literally goes to Google and types in stem cell therapy. And prints it off. Yeah. And puts it in a file folder. (laughs) Is this, like, evidence? Is this how doctors work? Oh, no. Well, yeah, actually. Have you ever been to a doctor and they're like, well, that that fucking sucks. Actually, yeah, absolutely. And they just Google (laughs) your results. Yeah, 100%. They're like, it's probably this. I'm like, oh, well, I could have done that. Give me those meds, bud. Um, so she Googles it. She doesn't even go to, like, JSTOR. No, she just literally goes to the Goog. Product placement. 2008, baby. Yeah, there was a couple of products. There was Ford. There was the Googs. There was a fucking Yaris. Whatever that dog tranquilizer was. <laughs> Love it. Love to see it. That was actually Dr. Pepper. <laughs> That's what they use it for in 2008. Ugh. When's the last time you had a Dr. Pepper? Recently. Recently. In the past year. Really? Yeah, I love Dr. Pepper. I don't think for me? Come on. <laughs> That's true. You're you're a you're a you're a soda boy. I'm a soda boy. You're a soda baby. I haven't had a Dr. Pepper, I would say I would say longer than I haven't had a McDonald's. Hmm. Which is a long time. Hmm. I had I last ate McDonald's in like when I was at 
fucking probably 16. And then I had some chicken nuggets in Edmonton because there's nothing open. (laughs) I don't think I had a Dr. Pepper, like, since I left high school. I didn't eat McDonald's for, like, 15 years. Yeah, I didn't eat it for a long time. And then my roommates, we were going to a movie and they bullied me into going to McDonald's. Yeah. And uh, now I eat it occasionally. Like, just occasionally. <laughs> I didn't like it when I'm growing up because I, we were on a road trip and I got a gri- I got a grizzle nug. Oh, you do not want a grizzle this nug. This is in the 90s where it wasn't all white meat. It was a gri- there were some grizzle nugs. You got a full there. grizzle nug. And I remember going to the bathroom and just spitting it out and like never, I could never. Never again. Never again. I wish my story of not eating McDonald's was that heroic well and then what was that mcdonald's movie that came out oh supersize me? yeah then everyone watched supersize me and like well i don't want to eat this yeah the boy i like didn't eat mcdonald's so no. i was like i won't either because i was just so terribly gay <laughs> for mcdonald's <laughs> yes okay so this you really want to talk I about you really i know about you're me. dying to talk about this so they they use the spooky pedophiles powers to find body parts and it's not just, like, the body of the FBI agent that they're looking for. She wasn't there. It is just, like, I think they said, like, 11 different limbs. Yeah. Arms. Um, it's in the ice. It's in the ice. And the pedophile says that it, he, it, see, it feels like he's looking at it through a dirty window. Yeah. And then, but it turns out that what that was a metaphor for ice. It was a metaphor for ice. So, uh... They just take the ice. They just take the whole ice. They put it all, they get, like, a big block of ice. Number one, how'd it fit through the ding-dong door? (laughs) How'd you get it in there? I think they're in, like, a hangar or something. Are they? It looked like they were in the FBI. Uh, I don't know. It looked like they were in the J. Edgar Hoover building. Well, maybe they have a service entrance. Number two, the ice is just there. It's not, like contained it's just there and it's full of people's parts it's full of the people's parts that's gonna melt and get everywhere and we see it dripping already that's a bad plan they gotta get those parts out it's a bad ice plan it looks gross it It looks gross (sighs) um let's get to the nitty-gritty i think okay so basically they find stuff in there they don't find who they're looking for. Another woman gets kidnapped. Yeah. By a man at, from a swimming pool. Yeah. They were in a swim, and then they're not. And then she tries to pass him and he runs her off the road and then he breaks her window. Yeah. And then he hauls her out, puts her in his dog farm with the dogs. Yeah. We find out that the FBI agent and the swimmer uh, both had A, B blood, blood types. types. So they're like, maybe they're harvesting their organs. Yeah. And so the, the one man who ran her out of the road is an organ transplant guy. So they confront him and he's like, I didn't do anything wrong. And they're like, I guess we can't hold you. And the DA is like this man with a very good mustache. Yeah, he was very good. We liked him. He was underutilized. (laughs) (laughs) One scene, that's it. He was a standout of this movie. Yeah. Uh, And so they go to the building where one of the where do they talk to the i think they talked to the priest before this it doesn't matter it doesn't matter no. so basically what it, how we, what there's two guys that are in on this yeah one of them is uh the, one of the 37 victims of the priest yes and the other one is his husband his husband so we're playing we're playing with a little bit Mm, a little bit of homophobia. Playing just real fast and loose here. sprinkled in. Uh, and the implications, we don't need to get into. Oh, they're so deep. They're very deep and bad. 
and we hate them. Mm-hmm. We actually had to re, we had to confirm that they were saying that these two are. Was members. this when I got on the table? No, that was the transphobia. Okay. I believe, I believe you got, you, ha- you leapt upon the table <laughs> like a little goat. <laughs> it was very cute. Uh, uh, with, with the with the other thing, yeah. Okay, so these two men are they, they're like we gotta figure out what's going on. They go to the office of the one man, yeah, and he they find boxes of organs, yeah. Um, and they also find him or the other they find the other man, and he drops the they're Russian by the way, yeah, they're they're Russian. And that's important. He I guess. drops his cooler and runs away, and so Mulder and Agent Dakota Whitney chase him and while she dies. Yeah, she, he pushes her down an elevator shaft in a construction site. Um, and Exhibit goes to the office and finds all the, a bunch of other body parts. Yeah. And then in the cooler, he opens the cooler. And, and it's, it's the FBI agent's head. The from the beginning. Now, all through this, uh, the FBI, the, the, the Billy Connolly is saying, well, she is alive. She's alive. Yeah. And even when they find her head, he says, she's alive. She's alive. Because they're keeping her body alive. Yes, because basically what they're doing is the man who got the claws on him the cl- at the beginning, yeah. he has a, a progressed lung, lung cancer and his husband is trying to keep him alive. Yeah. So the way that they want to do that is kind of like by putting his head on the body of the FBI agent. Yeah. And then, and then eventually the, the swimming. Yeah. They're trying to... So there's, this is implied, the connection of, like, oh, he was, ugh. It just sucks. It, it just sucks. sucks so much to talk about yeah, and to think about. Even wanna... And it feels, like, traumatic for us to have to process it. It's, it was, it's like, it's, I won't call it a dog whistle, but it's, like, it's the implications and the connections of, like, it's not, they're not, they're not talking about yeah. it. Yeah. But it's very particular and what they're choosing. very clear, yeah, that, like, from the people that they've abducted. Yeah. Um, and it also, it's, like, very clear, there's a very clear through line from the, th- this movie to the episode of season nine. Oh, yeah, with Shangela. With Shangela, where Mulder tries to explain trans people to... Another character, which yeah. was absolutely horrible to have to watch. So it's like the seeds are there. Yeah, it's like it's, it's fucking. A- we're not grasping at straws. It's it's not good. They made a choice. They made a choice, and they didn't talk about it probably because they knew that it fucking sucked. Yeah, and in and 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 also in that you're glor- like they're using images. Like there is a there's a tit. Like there's a boob in there. There's a yeah, and it's like. Not only are we, like, we got this underhanded transphobia, but also it's like, oh, glorifying dead women. Like, yeah. That, the, 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 just using that as a prop as well. And then also there's, like, a whole additional element of, like, the reason that these men are doing this are is because of a traumatic experience that one of them yeah. had at the hands of this priest who is ultimately, like, glorified by the movie. Yeah, and I like like the idea of victimhood here. Yeah, is like so fuzzy and gross. I don't even want to get in. Like it. it's like a victim to antagonist pipeline. Yeah, that I will say the X Files has always exploited vict- and to a, a specifically in this case gay. Yeah, specifically. 
Like, uh, that's what kind of gets my goat about people saying, like, oh, this this movie sucked and it's not part of the X-Files or, like, it's not like no, the show. It but it is exactly like the show. Yeah. This is what the show is like. Yeah, the, like, season 10 and season 11 were very bad for that little underhanded, especially transphobia, but also homophobia. Like, they just kind of slid it in. And none of it was a departure. And no. the only reason you got upset about it is because those things are more at the forefront of the cultural mind these days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's not that, oh, in 2008, it wasn't bad. It was bad. Like, if you were a trans person watching that or a gay person watching that or a victim of fucking rape from a priest watching that movie... It was bad. It would have been bad. It would have felt bad. So It felt bad to me. Yeah, it felt just very, very bad. And you got up on the table. I got I got off the couch. I kneeled on the coffee table. Um, I looked at Courtney and I said, what? When I realized what was happening. Yeah. I Do think, we have to talk? No, I think we're done. I th- okay. I think it's it. It's just, like, we talked about the end. The yeah. End, she saves the kid and also her fate. Oh, yeah. And then also the pedophile died at the exact same moment that his victim died. Um, and so his soul was, was ostensibly released to heaven. And Mulder and Skelly go for a little vacation. <laughs> and she saved her faith by maybe saving this boy named Christian. Mm-hmm. This was a bad movie. This was a bad movie. Almost done. Almost done. Let's read this book. Okay. I read on a spooky scale. One is not spooky. Five is so spooky. I'm going to give it, like, uh, I hated it, but it was real, like, the gross-out stuff that they used. Yeah. Like, I'm going to give this a four and a half. Just, just the visceral, the visceral, underhanded grossness of this movie, I hate. It's spooky to me that they thought this content was okay to create. Yeah. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rate on a rage scale. Ooh. Ooh, here we go. It goes from one, which is a good episode that we like. We never, ever, except for that one episode. Except for that one episode. Except for that one episode. I forget the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> and the scale goes, ostensibly, all the way to first-person shooter. Yeah. Until now. <gasps> I know it's not an episode. I know. It doesn't matter. First Person Shooter is still the worst episode we've ever watched. Yeah. But I would say that this movie is the worst X-Files property that we've it watched. It was very, 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 very bad. Not because it's a departure from the existing X-Files, no. but because it's an expansion of it. It bottled up what we hate about the X-Files and just tucked it right in. Yeah. Hmm. Well, what next, man? Well, we want to hear from our friends. We really want to hear from our friends. Not you. Not you, Space Cadets. You, you had your never, chance. You never write. You never tweet. <laughs> you never. Oh, God. You've all we did. Yeah, no. Some, yeah, of, them, some of them do. You know we what? love We love you. Enough for us, personally. <laughs> uh, we don't want to get too clingy, huh? Uh, we interviewed uh, our friends, the, t- the three people who were very integral to this podcast surviving the five years. Um... We have our metal husband. Yes. Uh, and we have uh, the producers of the Matricast Network. Yep, Liam and Aleum. So we will put those, plug those right here. Okay, uh, welcome to uh, this portion of our ultimate episode yeah. of the Double X Files. Um, we got some guests. We have some guests. Would they like to introduce themselves? Hello. Hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> I'm a lamb. 
I'm sipping a Bloody Mary, and if you hear crunching, and you will, know that it's the celery. <laughs> oh. Jesus. Oh. How does one even... Oh, there nope. they go. All right. Mm. Right to the mic. There's that ASMR I didn't ask opening. for. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, I left, I left my cocktail glass filled with raw okra in the other room, so unfortunately <laughs> I can't give an as good crunch, but... Hi, I'm Liam, senior... The fourth. That's not true. But what if, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Could be. And uh, um, my second question is, why should we care? Meaning, meaning, who <laughs> who are you in the Double X Files lore? Um, Liam and I are two of the three co-founders of the Major Cast Network, of which Double X Files is a very welcome part. And um, yeah, I, I, I think... Me, like, in terms of me specifically, I found your podcast in, like, 2016. Who, oh, boy, what a time. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Remember? Wow. Remember when that was the worst? A simpler yeah. time. Um, uh, so, yeah, so, babes. yeah, we're the, we're the podcast heads. Beautiful. Uh, yes. I liken myself, you know, in uh, Spirited Away, when they, she, uh, she's working in the bathhouse and she meets that guy with all the arms pulling all the cranks behind the scenes <laughs> that's me i'm that guy yeah i i am the the technical person and uh what a wild ride it's been you're the little... <laughs> liam you're the you're the little child in the front of the train and snowpiercer <laughs> <laughs> but we love you but we, we love you wait, wait, wait are we the train yeah, yes. that's oh, you're the train that houses Liam Senior chugging it. along, <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. eating your eating your protein paste, which I guess in this case is the X Files. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, yeah. accurate. <laughs> and what a foul taste. <laughs> so does that make Chris Carter the um, Ed? What's his face? Ed Harris. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Harris. yeah, yeah. All right, the metaphor works. It yeah. all comes together. Wow. Well, that was actually our question, how our podcast relates to Snowpiercer, so... (laughs) Oh, well, Um, damn. We're out. (laughs) Al, do you want to start with our first actual question? Yeah, okay, so our first... This is going to be pretty casual, like, um, pretty chill questions. We just want to have, like, a fun Mm -hmm. time. But um, if you had to choose, and you do, which one of us is your favorite? Oh, my God. Bye, guys, I gotta go. It's been (laughs) fun. No, Liam, Liam, there's two of us. Liam? There's two of us and there's two of them. I gotta run, but it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Have a good one. <laughs> I feel like Liam's not taking our question seriously. Uh, and I'm giving him no. an easy out, which is that I pick yeah. one and he picks the other, but... Oh, you absolutely are. Interesting. But who is the other? <laughs> and who's one? <laughs> um, I think that my favorite member of oh, the Double X Files... <laughs> Is myself. Oh, fuck. Beautiful answer. Nice try. That's right. I was going to say, I was going to say the smoking man. Not the smoking (laughs) cigarette man, but that smoking hot man. Uh, I can't remember the actor's name. (laughs) Inside of (laughs) us. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. David Duchovny. No. No. Uh, Okay. Um, Question number two. Uh, describe in detail your favorite episode of the Double X Files. Oh, fuck. Um. <laughs> shit. All right, so you know, you know the one where it's like, 
you guys talk about Anand's <laughs> high school life before it relates to the actual crime leading up to everything. I think that was the strongest Double uh, X Files episode. I uh, I've got an answer for you, but I, I, unfortunately, I'm going to give you both barrels. It's the one where Al audibly farts on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> that. Dog, that shit fucking I was gonna piss myself laughing. Just like it was it was and not to not to get too gross here, but it was like the perfect fart for it because it wasn't like an uber disgusting sound fart, but it was uh, clearly yeah. it was a fart. Yeah. It was unmistakably gas and pass. So so what you're telling us is any other podcast that we do, we should have a second mic that is just aimed directly at their butt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Butt mic. <laughs> a butt yep. mic. I mean, how 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 many weeks until Joe Rogan sets up a butt mic? All I'm saying is that we got to beat him to the punch if we want to get on top of the next podcast. Yeah, we do yeah. want to get in there before him. So want to get in there and up there. <laughs> we we want to get into your butts before Joe Rogan does because we know he's coming for us. He's sending us emails and it's just I'm coming oh, for boy. your butts. <laughs> And I don't know what it means. And I don't like wow, it personally. I don't like it either. No, I don't. I don't want No, yeah, I don't I don't like Joe Rogan emailing me about my butt. <laughs> and who would? Who would? Uh, yeah. what's our third question? Uh I guess our third question is um if you had to say and you do. Um how have your lives materially improved um since and because of bringing us onto the network? Mm. Oh man. Okay. Actually, I I think I can I can. <laughs> it, You're laughing it a lot. Has. But it has. Yeah, I don't know why Elle's laughing when it's like. But it just it just has. Like that's just science. If yeah. you look at the graph of of this po- of our podcast network being a pain in our ass to something that we actually love, it really does revolve around the transition of you guys it's joining true. the network. That's very. I, why did I, I make that graph? I can actually say, uh, like, not to answer your uh, jokey fart question uh, earnestly or whatever, but, like, genuinely, I think, because I found you guys, like, as I was saving up uh, to move to California, and one, listening to your podcast taught me how to be funny, pretty much. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Absolutely. And, hey, um, look! I I paid I paid for improv classes, so I <laughs> fucked up big time. It's, I mean, it's true though. Up. Like since since moving, uh, like literally materially, my life has only improved so mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. And so there's no I know correlate causation correlation whatever what whatever. But there's you can't prove to me that your podcast has not brought us wealth and good fortune. Yeah. I literally have a podcasting job because I, I because I, I, I like technically got you guys on the network. That like that is that's just the truth. Wow! Wow! wow. Nice try, suckers. You thought you were gonna fucking yeah. ambush us with fun and jokes? <laughs> Absolutely not. Can't do jokey questions when I'm literally the podcast producer of, of one of my favorite websites because you joined the network. So. Yeah, nice try, motherfuckers. Jokes on you. You can't you can't be funny around two sincere dickheads it doesn't work that way i I have i have a flop sweat now (laughs) (laughs) oh we turn the tables not only have they been turned i'm sitting on them because now the tables are four 
Hell yeah. Professional podcaster. I think we have a fourth question. Yeah. Uh, the fourth question is, um, uh, and please also answer this as sincerely and with as many compliments as possible. <sighs> if there was a burning fire and you could only rescue one of us, which one would you rescue? This one sounds like another question that you guys asked. Well... Okay, but it doesn't have to be the same answer. No, I disagree. I disagree. I think this is very different. (laughs) Because now, now, it's not about favoritism, it's about nobility. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. What else is on fire? Like... Is like okay, just, yeah. Okay. Like what else is in let's the say, room? Let's is say. There a, is there a secret is there a secret like third treasure option that if I don't pick I'm going to kick myself when I do the replay? There's, there's the two of us. Yeah, two of us. And then there's an HD box set of the X-Files. Mm, <laughs> which we okay. set on fire. And that's kind of how we got into that's this whole mess. We, yeah. I could flip that box set for a pretty penny. Well, I know a bunch of asshole <laughs> Gen X assholes is the thing. And then I could use that money to buy a cloning machine to make new <laughs> double X. And to be fair, our DNA is everywhere. Oh, it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you join the network, everyone has to send me a vial of their hair for personal reasons. Oh, so it was supposed to be luckily- hair? <laughs> Uh-oh. I say hair, but like, whatever you can get. It's a very small vibe. <laughs> well, I have a very small amount of jizz that I've saved up, so. <laughs> and I need that back after the show's done, so. Oh, it was a deposit. <laughs> I've already spent it. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, sorry, everybody. I'm saving, I'm saving Al because you followed me on Twitter first. Through the yeah. Rose Buddies oh. Facebook group. Oh my god, yeah. Well, in that case, I'm yeah. saving Courtney because you don't follow me on Twitter, and yeah. that's a garbage site. You've made good <laughs> We don't need to know other people. We don't need to know each other's secrets. Mutual. The only, secret, the only secrets on my Twitter is that I hated Joe Biden for longer than most people. <laughs> Honorable. Same. Whoa. Damn. I was 10 years old. <laughs> it's not a joke. Wow. <laughs> Wait, you were 10 years old on Twitter? No, I was 10 years oh. old when I first met and started to hate Joe Biden. Oh, got it, got it, got it. That's on the record already. Yeah. <laughs> Liam's big connections in politics. <laughs> he Liam. fucking got the... He fucking got my friend who I could identify but won't because I keep doing it to them. He got my friend in trouble and I haven't forgiven him. <laughs> and then like other stuff. And then but, all you the know, other I was things. ten. I didn't know about all the other things. <laughs> That's deep. That That's goes deep. deep. That goes deep. That goes deep. Well, thanks yeah. for rescuing mm-hmm. me, uh, and thank you for rescuing me. The best part about being from DC is that when someone in the public does a bad thing, it's like, oh, I also know their lacrosse playing nephew. <laughs> Too close to home, Al? Too close to home? Oh, the kiss of death. (laughs) Lacrosse. All right, do you have any any, um, more questions? I don't want to talk about Joe Biden or lacrosse. (laughs) Please edit all of it out. Um, oh, is it true that one of you have our only set of merch that we've we've sold? Holy shit, yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, dog. It? I got the uh, I got the V-neck that says "wetter and wilder and meaner and gayer." <laughs> Hells yeah! Hell yeah! I still have it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You, I I that's that that shirt is how I I knew about the podcast. Oh. oh. We listened to it on the on the on the road trip, the fabled road trip that 
if yeah. you listen through the Media Matrix backlog, you can hear the one episode about. Yep. <laughs> Where I had diarrhea on the side of the road twice. Nice! Wearing our V-neck. We should have died on that trip. We cheated death, and I'm afraid he's coming for us, Final Destination style, ever since. But think of all the people at gas stations and on the side of the road that saw me emptying my body who were like, Oh, that must be a fun podcast. That's we we did record the best while you were taking a shed. Viral marketing. Yeah, you're our human billboard. Yeah. <laughs> our human butt board. <laughs> uh, I think we're out That's of questions. That's a billion dollar idea. Yeah, I think that was all the questions that we uh, had to bother you yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, damn. Well, now at tables have turned because we've got 15 questions for you. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Da, da, da. No. no, we don't. Uh-uh. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> um, yeah. Can we say we love you? Oh, yes, of Obviously. course. We love you. Thank you. We love you we guys, love you too. too. Genuinely, genuinely, it is so fucking impressive that you made it to the end because <laughs> I did do a similar thing to you guys with Stephen King and I went, I got like 10 books in and it was like, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, we were I cursed. refuse to do any podcast that anymore that involves me doing homework. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, fair. That's very good. <laughs> Yeah, that's very good. Okay, we got we got other interviews to get to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So we're gonna sign off. We're gonna shut shut her down, and we'll say thanks thanks for the memories. Thanks eternally. Yes, we we love you very much. No, thank you guys for. (laughs) I'm serious. Thank you guys. It's just been a blast since the start. Aw, a real butt blast. (laughs) Yeah, real. Big old juicy butt blast. Oh. And I think that is where we'll sign off. Hello. You don't fucking say I'm anything. I'm trying to test my levels. <laughs> don't worry about your levels. <laughs> Leave that to the Leave professionals. Leave professionals. Okay. Let's start this. Stop. Now, you know you can't say anything till we introduce you. It's true. That's the rules. <laughs> Okay, uh, we have our next interview, or our first interview, because I don't know how we stack this. Uh, This is a a person who was with us unwillingly from the beginning. (laughs) He has, uh, without a doubt, held this podcast together by making us very good lunches. Yeah, very good lunches. Without these lunches, uh, we would not have powered through all 200 episodes and a movie, plus two other extra seasons. Please welcome uh, Metal Husband. Hello. Oh, are you doing a bit now? No. <laughs> Is this a bit you're doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to trying to introduce some new material here. <laughs> some fresh, oh, because it's fresh material it's in fresh, the last episode. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. Can you explain to us the character you're playing? Still working it out. Okay. Uh, now, we do have some questions. Yeah, we, we sure do. Um, okay. Do you want me to start? You start. Out? Okay. Number one, uh, who is your favorite? Ooh, out of the two of you, or yeah. in general? No. I, I mean, <laughs> I feel like... I think out of the three people in this bed, one of them is you, and two of them are not you. Out of the two people who are not you, who's your favorite? Hmm. Now, I will remind you... This feels loaded. You are married to one of them. <laughs> uh, hmm. But that... You know what? I won't hold it against you. Well, I do love the way that we can dunk on you. You mean you and Al? Yeah. yeah. You and Al can dunk on me real hard, yeah. and I do write a lot about it in my journal. And, uh, and we got that ginger thing going for us. We are both gingers, that's true. And fear the sun. 
We do fear the sun. So what are you trying to say? But we do have history, you and I. Now, okay. Oh. Here's the thing. There are three people in the bed. So when you say you, you With have you, to Courtney. tell. Okay. I look at you. So that obviously. I know, but they can't see that. Oh, shit. Really? <laughs> I like this character. <laughs> I hate this character. I'm feeling it. Okay. Answer the fucking question. Well, I think it's going to have to be Courtney. I think that's only that's fair. That's a fucking dumb answer. Number two. What? <laughs> you set me Number up two. here for failure. Number two. Uh, Al, you go. Yeah, what's, um, I guess my main question is, what's your favorite meal that you've made for us? Ooh, ooh. Um, a lot of pancakes. Made a lot, a lot of pancakes. pancakes. A lot of made, pancakes. Made a handful of Dutch babies. Only discovered that late in the, uh, podcast run. We are currently filled with, uh, Still with full of Dutch babies from, yeah, from like, 11 babies. o'clock this morning. Yes. Um, I think I did, like, huevos rancheros for you one time that were oh, really good. Yeah. And that was good. I regret not doing them more frequently because they were really good. They were really good. They were really good. Mm. Yeah. Huevos why don't you rancheros. Go, why don't you go back downstairs and make us some? Um, I am all out of huevos and, and rancheros. That's not true. <laughs> I got I got two huevos and no rancheros. Okay, okay. make us just huevos then. <laughs> uh, third question. Um, what was it like... <laughs> <laughs> What was it like um, to be a small boy uh, on that big boat? <laughs> the Lusitania. The Lusitania. What was it and like? And did you feel like, how has life changed since you passed from the mortal coil yeah. in the sinking of the Lusitania? I think, oh, I think, boy, I should have listened to more of your episodes. <laughs> I think, let's just get down to brass tacks. What we want to know is, how does it feel to be a ghost boy who died in the sinking of the Lusitania? Um, well... A small Irish ghost boy. (laughs) I do want to establish that. Well, I can do all of the things, like cook and make you huevos rancheros and pancakes. That's fine. That's good. So, really, that's that's pretty much it. It really hasn't affected your life. No, no. I I walk between realms, and I I can interact with you. As a ghost Canadian. As a ghost Canadian. (laughs) With full... I'm a hyphenated Canadian. Yeah, Yeah, you are a hyphenated Canadian. Uh, That's uh, that's it. You don't don't want to, like... Goof on that a little bit. You just leave. Okay, l- listen. We're the comedy heroes okay. here. <laughs> um, anything else? Uh, what do you? Hey, what do you think the X Files is about? Oh shit. Um, <laughs> I know something about gremlins, goblins, okay. goblins, not gremlins. Um, there was ghosts and sometimes aliens. Yeah, mostly mm-hmm. aliens, sometimes ghosts. I uh-huh. guess there was that one beautiful Bigfoot. Yeah. There was a beautiful Bigfoot. That was wild. That was. Oh. Um and uh You mean the one drawn, not the indigenous person. I don't know, the one that Mulder went, Oh, she's beautiful. Oh the, oh, draw- yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. booby bigfoot. The booby, the booby bigfoot. bigfoot, yeah, the one the one with the giant big old titties. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay. Settle down, sir. Um and uh something something black goo and oh. secret conspiracy. Look at this And then guy. I really just stopped paying attention. To us. Both you and the episodes. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Like, that's a coping mechanism. That's, fine. that's okay. That's fine. I show up. You show up at my house. I prep some lunch. And I don't see you for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> and what we're doing up, and what Al and I are doing up in the marital bed, we do not know. We I do go not do literally anything else. Okay. What happens in the bed stays in the bed. Yeah. Mm. Except now you're here, baby. And, yeah. and my side of the bed's always kind of damp, and I get a little note. <laughs> I get the episode notes. <laughs> I leave my notes for Colin. 
he, on my bedside table. And you don't read them, you just throw them right in the trash. No, I look at them. Sometimes Aww. there's th- sometimes no. there's a little message, like see you in the pool mill house. Yeah, yeah. that's cl- classic. Classic. Or see you in the car mill house. Classic. Not see you in the pool. Um, anything else? I have one final question, yeah. and that's because sometimes you drift in and out while we're watching the episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want to know if you have any recollection of like what is the worst thing that you've had to see. Yeah. Because of the X-Files playing in your house almost constantly. Yeah. Like, visually worst? Yeah, or... or just, like, the worst to experience. Ooh, I really don't remember any of these episodes. <laughs> God, I Much like wish that were me. <laughs> um, I think when they try to do a funny, and it yeah. just is, like, dumb. Yeah. Like, they do these, like, oh, this one's going to be a lighthearted thing. Um, but then totally miss the mark and have no no way of, of rectifying it. And it's kind of racist. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, and then Luke's is racist. Naturally. Yeah. That, that, was, that was the subtext. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good answer. That's fine. Yeah. How do you feel about never having the X-Files play in your house ever again? I'm so pleased. Because <laughs> those um, DVDs that you got from the library are really poorly edited. Oh. And I can hear them echoing throughout the house. <laughs> Because yeah. the sound mixing is so bad. Sound mixing is very. Bad. Yeah, I, I think that's just the series. Maybe. Yeah, I think it's just bad. Okay. Yeah. I think that. I think we're done with you. Yeah. All right. But thank you for Bye. joining us. Ghost out. <laughs> okay. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Ah, I think I. Can we put in like some good music at the end? Yes. <laughs> like vitamin C. As we go on, we remember. All the shitty times we had together because that was so bad. Why are you watching this show? Courtney, Courtney, what? can I what? tell you something? What? Unless on the very slim chance they make more. Yeah. We never have to watch The X-Files we again. never have to watch The X-Files for free. Oh, 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 God, oh, God, it's happening. Bye, we love you. We love you. Bye, we love you. Bye, No, you have to stay. I'm going to go. Okay. No, you can get with me. Make up on, Jesus. Bye. Oh, my God. It's beautiful up here. Oh, the sky is blue and there's no Chris Carter. Until next time. The truth is in here. Wait. The truth is in here. The truth is in here. It's in our bones. Uh huh. It's in my butt. Bye. Bye. As we go. <laughs> is that we're ending it? Um, we'll leave you with a sneak peek of what might be our future project. Yeah, but that's. But otherwise, thank you for taking this journey with us and through two hundred and whatever hours. Godspeed, space yeah. cadets. Yeah, we see l- you later, space cowboys. Maybe, no, we don't want to see you later because <laughs> that means we have to watch another episode. <laughs> no, they can come with us on whatever journey. Oh next. yeah, yeah, we'll see you later. Yeah, let's look deep into each other's eyes and start crying. Well, I don't want. To okay, <laughs> okay. Until next time. The truth, truth is, is out, out there. there. And it's bad. Oh, I know. Oh, sorry. I got a message from Chris Carter. Mm-hmm. I'm just... The truth is bad. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper to be a pepper? Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Have you been looking for a podcast? That's fun, informative, and super horned up. Then the Burger King's so so thankful yeah. that he sucks off the Duke of Doubt. <laughs> and then he turns into the Duke of Dick. 
from the super queer creators of the Double X-Files comes Ad Creeps, a brand new podcast that analyzes the TV advertisements that raised us, phased us, and amazed us. You remember that little boy? Zoom, zoom. Did he have a secret? <laughs> and that secret? Zoom, zoom. <laughs> what was he trying? Was he trying to warn us? Zoom, zoom. Not only do the hosts dissect the history of advertising, they also breathe new life into old ads with their incredibly inane goofs. We're harder than Disneyland. <laughs> you got a boner, can't take it to Disneyland. <laughs> ride, our, ride our roller coasters, we'll get you hard. Oh, wow. And boy, howdy, do they have big man plans for this podcast. Our goal should be get into Ad Week. Yeah. What is the worst podcast about advertisements? That's us. That's us. The bad boys of Ad Week. <gasps> That's the Ad Creeps podcast. Find them now on Twitter at Ad Creeps and coming soon to a podcast app near you. So you can't stop thinking about it. Fuck! Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.